Hey everyone, this is Ari from Heaviosity, and welcome back again to an episode of The Click Track, a podcast about composing and the tech behind it. And again today, this is one of our mini episodes about the things we love. I'm here with my co-host, Jason Graves. How's it going, man? What's going on, Ari? Hope everything's going great down there on the East Coast. Oh, come on. Yeah, we're both on the East Coast. You're just <laughs> Northeast Coast. I'm <laughs> not quite as North East Coast. Anyway, so this is, without further ado, The Things We Love. All right, so for today's episode, I chose the thing that I always use on every track I write in some form or another, uh, the Moog Minotaur, which is an amazing piece of gear. And Jason, what piece did you choose today? Well, as it so happens, Ari, I also chose a Moog, the subsequent 37. I wish I had one of those. The Minotaur is two tiny little pieces of it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the Minotaur. And the reason I chose it is because it is so unbelievably versatile for such a small desktop piece of gear. Um, It has an amazing low end. It's really aggressive if it wants to be. It's really subtle if it wants to be. Um, And I have, today, I have some examples that I have not in any way pre-planned, but just happen to have right here for you to hear, Jason. Oh, excellent. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I have a little ostinato line that I wrote, um, and then kind of like the Hans Zimmer camp does, I'm supporting it with the Moog Minotaur. Um, A little trick for composition today, a lot of times in scores, in film music, in video game music, you'll hear a lot of synths that are supporting the orchestra, um, whether or not you actually recognize that it's there or not. Um, especially on the low end, you can have a synth that's just pumping along underneath if you have a chunky staccato part, and it just really helps bring that track to the next level. So check it out. Here is the full orchestra. By full orchestra, I mean just the strings. Um, with the minotaur in the bottom end. Yeah. Yeah, it just got this <laughs> chunky, chunky. That's that's the only word I could think of. I mean, it's a bass synth. Yeah. And what else have you got on that? Like what what EQ? Literally nothing. This is just, yeah, you know, exactly. uh, uh, a VST or it's from Novo Staccato Strings. Um and the bass is just supported with this, you know, let me let me play the orchestra without the bass and you'll notice how the bottom kind of doesn't really have that same impact. So here we go. Right, it's got that bite from the strings, and it's got a little bit of the thump from the the, the staccato basses, but it doesn't have yeah. that like really, really thumpy, chunky bottom. So, you know, adding in the Minotaur, uh, and one of the things that I did here was I opened up the filter a little bit, to add some modulation so it's not just a low bump 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 you hear the growl start to come in as the track progresses so here's just the minotaur playing that part (laughs) 
it's just monstrous sounding. Uh, and, you know, what amazes me, you get that kind of a sound um, from this 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 little innocuous box that the Minotaur is in. And um, it actually reminds me a lot of the Sub-37 because I think there's a lot of similar shared architecture there. Right. And what seems super cool is it just, it just like, works. It's almost like it's already compressed. It's already EQ'd. You open that filter up, it's already got some distortion on it. And it's just so immediate and and present and sits yeah. so well in the mix, right? Yeah, it really does. I mean there's it it's a you know it's it's a mono output from the synth, so it's yeah. smack dead center. <laughs> even though it's got multiple voices chorusing actually since you since you mentioned the the drive of the filter i'd love to play the example of some of the other things that i do with it to oh yeah play please. a line underneath with you know the filter opening up fully and you just really get that nasty growl that comes out so here's the minotaur playing a sustained part with that cutoff knob turning all the way up and then back down Stank face. Yeah, gnarly. It is. There's something about that drive on that synth, right? Yeah. And so my um, my example is from something that does not actually do the, the drive thing as much. Um mm. But I know the sub thirty seven has some some uh, like a fold back feature or something. You, you remember where they had you could take like the headphone out and put it into like the aux input and like overdrive the oscillators uh, going into the filter <laughs> to like really distort yep. the filter. It basically with the sub thirty seven they did that just on a on a knob, um, which gets gets pretty nasty as well. But since you just did your swell, let me play mine. Um, now this is more. Uh, it's just the sub thirty seven, but it's just uh, like a, you know, more legato kind of thing. There's a little bit of swelling in there, but I think I don't go past like twelve o'clock. Just oof, super cool. You know, I love how it can be so clean and smooth. Yeah. Yet, if you open the filter more, like you did in your example, like super dirty and nasty and distorted. Yeah. Um, the the funny thing is, I actually was using the sub thirty seven on a song for one project, like on a Wednesday, and I wanted this really pure kind of. 70s almost sounding lead. Uh, so here's one one part of it, just com completely dry. It's a little... And there's something to be said for that just musical filter, right? Like it's, I, I was I was playing it live, but kind of 
moving the filter like I was a flute player or something, like to make it expressive. Right. And so you get that sort of that sort of push and pull. But what I ended up doing ultimately was I ran it through uh, my Eventide space pedal and through the Zen Oof. delay, which is this like amazing stereo uh, tube delay. So this was the kind of final version. which was like exactly what I heard in my head, right? You take that, the, the signal that's super mono, but then you can do all these things with it. And the, the funny part of the story is, so I built that patch. It's nothing fancy, but I built it on a Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I was working on another queue for a different project, and I wanted a bass. Mm. And I pulled up the Sub 37. Uh, it was still on this patch, of course. Uh, it just, you know, it was sitting there because I hadn't touched it. And I thought, ooh, I need to save it. I need to do something. And I just hit like a couple of octaves down on my keyboard. And that was what you ended up hearing for the first bass example that I played. It was actually the same patch. Oh. So it can equally do creamy and smooth, like up at C4 or C5, and then you drop it down like to C2. And it's just shaking the rafters literally of my house right. when, when you play those big, low, open. It's just pure, raw... Moog. I mean, it's it's that sound, right? Right, and and that's that's actually you know that's one of the the limitations of the um, of the Minotaur, right? Like the the sub thirty seven, you get the full range. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice cracked. You get the full range. <laughs> you get the full range of the key range, um, the range of the range on the synth. <laughs> but the Minotaur was really it's it's just. The low frequencies. Let's take the bass. Let's make a bass synth that does nothing but bass really, really well. And I think they really nailed it. I mean, it just sounds wicked. And I always assumed it was called the Minotaur because they were basically doing like a, a, a small form factor of Taurus pedals. Is that correct? Exactly or? right. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly cool. right. Yeah. Is they they basically wanted to make a desktop version of um of what the you know the classic Taurus was. Because who wants to play bass with their feet? <laughs> Organ players. <laughs> Jimmy Smith could probably play the mess out of some Taurus pedals. <laughs> exactly. Well, cool. So, you know, one of the things that I really love, if I had to pick one thing from the Minotaur and why I find it so versatile, um, even for such a simple mono bass, um, it's not really mono, it's got two oscillators, um, is the, the filter. It's what makes it, right? The oscillators, the Moog oscillators are, are brilliant to begin with. They sound huge, but that filter is just open that cutoff. It drives, growls. It does everything you want it to do out of an analog synth in such a greatly brilliant way. Smooth, right? That's what that's what comes to mind when I think of the any of those uh, Moog sounds. Like smooth and creamy. Even when it's distorting, it's still like smooth and creamy. There's nothing nasty about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Man. And the Sub 37, you know, it's the Minotaur is like a tiny little piece of what that thing can do. And it's such a cool synth. <laughs> it's funny because I almost got a Minotaur like 
four or five times. Um, but I ended up, I think I got the sub 37 just because I like the idea of having the, the keyboard kind of being able to go over and mess with it. I mean, it's the subsequent 37. So it's got a couple of extra little features, oh. a little more headroom. Um, does the Minotaur have, does it have two oscillators plus the sub oscillator on the first oscillator or is it just the two? It's just the two and you can okay. detune them. You can pitch them. You get three options. You get a square a sawtooth and a sign, I believe. Well, it's kind of a no-brainer for me if you're looking for bass stuff, because I mean, the list price is uh, less than a thousand dollars easily. I don't, yeah, know exactly, but like six hundred bucks or something for. Yeah, I think it's like five or six hundred. Yeah, I mean, for authentic analog, the filter and everything. Uh, yeah, I love them. I love them both. It's one of those things I love. Hey, there's the name of the podcast. <laughs> That's our podcast today. Short and sweet, to the point. Um, so, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe. Don't forget to click subscribe. Join us next time. If you have some gear that you love and you'd love to hear us talk about or would recommend to us to get and check out, feel free to write in. Let us know. Thanks again. See you next time.